finally, The Rock has come back to The Last King Podcast. And we can smell what he's cooking. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Last King Podcast. Stumbling again into another episode. I usual. apologize for that really terrible rock impression. No, that was fine. That it was, was ex- an impression? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how bad it was. I thought Mr. Johnson was in here with us. <laughs> You're too kind. You're Somebody's too kind. Johnson was so here. That, <laughs> if anything, Mr. Johnson was doing a bad impression of you, sir. <laughs> oh, man. So that was ele- eccentric Tom. I was going to say electric, uh, by the way. Electric I'm Tom. the electric eccentric. That's me. Yeah. Layering AKA on the butter. Lizzie. That's my uh, Smackdown name. Yep. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> and this is Mr. Toffee, <laughs> a.k.a. Ralph. And this is your heavyweight podcaster of the world champion, Dr. Shah. <laughs> I thought I was say Dr. Death. That was nah. the ultimate denouement. Denouement? Yeah. yeah. Are we going French all of a sudden? Yes, well, I am because I'm a snooty European. Of I'm course, snooty European. And speaking of... You snooty- make a pretty good William Regal, come to think of it. He? Just up the snootiness. No, but the thing is, the one thing that makes William Regal so entertaining is how quickly his chest turns red when you slap him (laughs) (laughs) is this a Smackdown reference this is a this is a wrestling reference yeah yeah. there we go I I only know that Wrestlemania happened last weekend because every American was talking about it on Twitter because John Cena fought the Undertaker right no yeah yeah yeah, he did he did and then that bit where Undertaker got up after a slam and then did the you can't see me thing he just went on the top turnbuckle like scared of Undertaker you know it was a squash all the way through it was what, probably the, one of the goofiest fights yeah. ever. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, goofy. Yes, that's the word. Thing goofy, is, old school style. I'm one of those people who, so John Cena would have to literally shit on a baby and then eat it for me to dislike him. <laughs> I dislike yeah. him already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's because he's been forced to be in the face for so long. Yeah, yeah. He's he's better as a heel, to be honest. Like, I like him when he's not wrestling. He's actually a very charismatic individual. Yes, yes. But here's the funny thing about John Cena. Do you all remember how he appeared first when he was the white hip hop guy? Yeah, uh, he's <laughs> called his move wasn't called the Attitude Adjustment back then. It was called the Fu. Mm-hmm. Before to copy, you know, Brock Lesnar at the time. Uh-huh. Because basically, yeah, he is what he would. He is. He is the Fred Durst of yeah. the WWE. <laughs> he kind of looks like him as well. Eh, thicker. No, he's Fred a thicker. Durst. He's a thicker Matt Damon. If you Thank look at you. him from oh, a certain yeah. Because the thing is, is like if you needed to have Matt Damon have an older brother who's a bit of a douche, you, you get John Cena. Yeah. yeah. Although John Cena, I'll say this about him, fluent in Mandarin. Well, yeah, yeah. You that was get that the Chinese China money. near the dog at I saw with him. Yeah, that was where he w- I was able to actually even pronounce the words properly. It was like you know that's the one where normally people really stumble I mean, on. Dog is spelt as D A W G, right? <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah, I mean he's quite the wigger, but you know. But uh, hey, you know who? Hey, I can say that. That's my word. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's what black people. Even some of my Chinese <laughs> friends, they mentioned that ad was like, hey, not bad, not bad. Okay, but who's more impressive speaking Mandarin? Do you think it's John Cena or Mark the Zuck Zuckerberg? <laughs> Well, no, Mark Zuckerberg was forced to by his wife, I'm pretty sure. Really? The Singaporean yeah. lady? <laughs> Speaking of, did you see him in his uh, being questioned like, by... Oh, they gave teaching him a the internet. Yeah. <laughs> teaching <laughs> the internet. Teaching the old Senate what the internet yeah, is. I, I listened to a podcast and someone explained... Besides this one? How course. dare you, sir? Yeah. yeah. You can't control me. Well, we <laughs> do have a, followers on SoundCloud yeah, too that this we is a care about. polyamorous relationship I have with this podcast. There you go. <laughs> but... Uh, the co-host of that podcast said that uh, he likes to imagine Zuckerberg as just a large spider uh, <laughs> operating a robot uh, <laughs> shaped like a human. Um, and once you have that in your head, 
he makes so much more sense. <laughs> like especially when there's a long period where he just like, he doesn't move, he just like sits there still. Staring like blankly, when he said, yeah. we found the two ads and he put out a little smirk. That's probably the robot yeah. pressing the right lever or something. Yeah, and then the part where a little like white stream just comes out of his ass, that's when it really sells. Like, I mean, this spider. is. Are we gonna talk about this? Are we gonna talk about the congressional hearings of Mark Zuckerberg and defending? We probably Facebook? are. Not. Like, here's the thing. <laughs> I want, but here's, you know what my my favorite moment of the entire thing was? What, yeah. what, what? Was basically uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, are you a monopoly? And he's like. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's like, like, no, no, we have other people doing other things like Twitter and Google Plus and whatever. And it's like, you can see him, like, like the gears in his head turning. Like, you can see he's terrified <laughs> that he slowly realizes, oh, these are morons. And then also at the same <laughs> I'm time. I'm smarter than these people. And he's like, oh my God, am I going to be liable for a monopoly suit all of a sudden? Yeah. You know, is, th oh, oh, is this going to be an antitrust thing? But it's also very funny to see like how polite they were. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Zuckerberg. Well, you have billionaire, you. You have to be. It's a congressional hearing. Like you can't be like sit down, you terrible no, some, liberal. But some the, of them the, the did. The fictional comic some of them did. Oh, yeah, some of them got very aggressive and were also very stupid about it as a well. Shout out to Senator Cruz for being like you know you know for finally you are more likable. Be <laughs> 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 just by sheer proximity so, to this guy. Because you're saying is there a bias against conservative? just on Facebook's like dude have you been on Facebook it's nothing but people's mums of course it's conservative <laughs> do you have a bias against like we have several Trump Facebook groups right now it's like you know what about that man who was fired from Google for conservative views mm, like but that you're not Google the thing is like also he uh, wasn't Facebook, he Google. wasn't fired for having conservative views he was fired for being an asshole <laughs> like, yeah you know so difference. I mean, like, but speaking of conservative views, giant monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> apes, apes. So if any of you are wondering what the hell we're talking about, we're talking about, of course... We've become a current affairs podcast. Yes, yes. Like At least for a brief five minutes or let's so. Let's talk about... Before Syria. we get to no, more no, no, serious no, no, stuff no, 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 like no, no, giant no, no. apes fighting giant lizards and giant Speaking of citywide destruction and speaking people Speaking of citywide destruction. There rampage. you go. Thank you. Okay, this is the week end or the week of the rampage rampage comes stomping into cinemas starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah. but the thing is, is it's very strange because now he's always being marketed as Dwayne Johnson like we he's can't mention he used to be called the rock and then now because the rock yeah. belongs to WWE mm. he can't use it in his promotions yeah unless it's a WWE film but he started in enough films and garnered enough praise what was the and, last, oh, can use his real what was name the last now? movie where he was credited as the rock Probably uh, Scorpion King, I think. Maybe. After that, there was one movie with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. I forgot what that one was. Because Hell I know, yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. that movie. Walking Tall. He was called The Rock. Still. He was still called The Rock in Walking yeah. Tall? Yeah. Huh. Walking Tall had a very bad sequel starring called Kevin Sorbo. Remember that? Okay, I don't oh, remember Jesus. that one at all. <laughs> well, no, but I kind of want to watch taller. it now. Thanks for bringing it up, Shafiq. WWE <laughs> has a track record of making alright first movies and really bad follow-ups. I don't think Walking Tall was a WWE movie, though. I think mm, it was... No, no, no. no it was not separate mm. production. It was, oh. but it was basically this. like I think... Because he was still on the contract right then, so what I can imagine is... I mean, he was destined to be a movie star. That amount of yeah. charisma is like definitely bigger than the squared circle. Yeah. But to see... like. I mean, how far he's come because like yeah. to, and here's the funny thing till this day like he still hasn't topped the rundown or the get down depending on where he, I think it's the rundown the rundown the yeah. rundown yeah. which is that movie that remember that other guy who's that white boy uh, Sean William which Scott <laughs> oh Sean William Scott the guy from American Pie the guy from uh, Final Destination who had the yeah, best yeah, yeah, there yeah, yeah. and Rosario Dawson was there too yeah, wow you know I mean? nice titties yeah. no frick Christopher wait I'm not wrong Christopher Walken was the bad guy Oh, was it John Voight? One of them. 
I don't know. That movie. That Two movie, very that different men. I know, I know. But are you saying white men look alike? Yeah. I'm sorry. How dare you? <laughs> say? You're quite vanilla. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, the movie was actually really cool for its time. You no, know? to me, it's still my favorite rock movie. I mean, I can't think of anything else other than. And then any other action yeah. movie that he stars in is like more. He brought it up a level when the movie could have been just average. It just makes it more entertaining. Otherwise known as why Fast and Furious is still being made. You know that what? too, and San Andreas too. Oh, I would say this yeah. thing about The Rock, right? I mean, he became a bajillionaire once he shaved his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, speaking of shaved heads, God of War. <laughs> <laughs> so, which one are we doing first? We're going to save the place. Rampage for the main segment. Because okay. I'm pretty okay. sure all you Last King fans want nothing but the, the crazy monkey flinging shit yeah so <laughs> we just did a little bit of edging for you right now the oh, there you go. we're going yeah. from one aspect of rampage to another aspect of rampage <laughs> the spartan kind of rampage spartan rampage a different yep. hairy ape a yep. different hairy ape okay yeah pretty much so, uh, so we yeah we got I mean okay we have the running joke where we're constantly reminding people we used to be a video games podcast and yeah. hey two video games came out this yeah, week yeah and uh, this one is actually going to be coming out in the next seven, eight days. It's the twentieth, so, right? Yeah, it's going to be on the twentieth. Yeah, so. we have seven days left to pre-order. Yeah, yeah. Seven or by days. the time this podcast comes out, probably two days. By the time this podcast comes out, yes, it's going to be available right the next day, the yeah. most likely right now. So use yeah. coupon code the Last King and get nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> use a coupon code Last King and they get told fuck off. Yeah, they know. <laughs> by but the Sony store. Anyway, yeah. but so following special up, thanks to our yeah. friends at Sony for giving us a preview copy. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a review copy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after playing 20, 30 hours of the game, I can safely say this is not a good game. What? This is a very damn good, awesome game. Ooh, that's for sure. I fell for that one yeah, hard. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that coming. Yeah, you did. But then yeah. again. <laughs> no, I, I realized as soon as I said what, and then I... Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. my job to be the gullible. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. So the whole point of why I like this game is because it basically took what made the first game magical, ignored what the second, third, and fourth game did, and just... Fourth game meaning Chains of the Ascension, Ascension. Oh, okay. Ascension. The fourth game... Where it's just excess fighting, which is fun, but it kind of lost the soul. It kind of lost the plot, as we've always been said for a lot of directors here and there. Well, because it was like the prequel to the first God of War, so it's just like this is him at his most angry and directionless. More or less, yeah. And the series did lose lose its direction after the first game, per Mm, se. So when it came to this, after five, six, a ten-year hiatus for for the series, we're now back with a different perspective, a new world where Kratos is trying to keep quiet, you know, trying to live his life with his wife and uh, kid. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the gods come a crash in from the north side. Now, how it starts off is Kratos, his wife passed away. Uh, his son and him have to go on a journey to respect his his wife's wishes, which is to actually scatter her ashes at the top, at the highest part of the north, sorry, the Norse mythological realm. So that's twenty hours. So that's the like twenty hours. Of the you mean realm, the top of Norway? Uh, yeah, basically the top of Norway. When you magic say, Norway. Yeah. When you say mythological realm, do you which we're talking about like Jotunheim, Midgar, uh, As Asgard, um, Niflheim, Muspelheim, and all those other stuff all connected together. But what's the highest point? Asgard, surely. Uh, I can't spoil that for you because the game ain't out yet by the time we're talking about this. That's it's the thing not mythology, of- lad. Like, you know, so <laughs> you could spoil an old religion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's Asgard. You're right. It could be Asgard. Does Yggdrasil the tree pop up? <laughs> Spoiler, Odin dies in Ragnarok. But the thing what? I like about this is it takes all these old 
bits, all this. I mean, obviously from North Smith. And then there's a really nice twist that actually lead As up to that. As opposed to the new bits of North Smith? Uh, like when Loki went to Earth. It's a New Testament <laughs> <laughs> More like its own spin, and then it tries its best to, you know, keep it faithful. Like sure, thou shall not Mjolnir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Thou shall not covet thy uh, neighbor's hella. So we're talking about like what? Thou 20... shall not mention the first three mo- <laughs> games in the series, or the first uh, first two Thor films. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like 20, 30 hours of just going through the motions of different realms, fighting a shitload of bad guys. Okay. Completing puzzles here and there. It's got Ooh, a good puzzles. Mix of puzzles. What kind of puzzles? Yeah. We're talking about like uh, platforming puzzles. No, no, no platforming. More like uh, just Color logic puzzles. puzzles here and there. So pushing just... blocks, pushing cutting down things blocks. in a row so that they open the switch, um, hitting things a Nintendo in a row. And uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like um, hitting a bunch of runes in time in a way so that you uh, so that they all get activated before time runs out you know those sort of like simple Ze- Legend of Zelda kind of like puzzles I love how we've not advanced puzzle solving in video games in the last 30 years no uh, but then you can I'll bring up the Talos principle <laughs> yeah or even go. every single Legend of Zelda game ever yeah no but the, the, wait no yeah. and then all the combat for this is basically yeah they're having the whole third person perspective like Dark Souls Tomb Raider except with, with that whole God of War 1 mentality where, oh, you're going to have a swarm load of zombies or trolls coming after you. And How big is a swarm load? I guess... Because a swarm, I think, is them. about 30 guys. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're talking 7, 8... Seven body is not able. much a swarm. Okay, I can more like a seven giant ass. ass group, you know. A giant that ass group. So they all have to have large buttocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing that comes to mind. There's a giant ass group coming at us. <laughs> really? Then it's like an army of Kardashians. You know? <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> and then you have the various lieutenants. Like, first you have Chloe, then you have the other one. And the final one is Bruce Jenner, who still has a mighty cock. They're <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> it's pretty All canon in Norse mythology. Uh, there you go. Yeah, he uses it to pole vault all over the place. <laughs> well, I'm sure you guys Gold have some metal. questions you want to ask about the gameplay, per se. Sure. Okay, um, what do you do? You, yeah, you pretty much you just have to go to the, cl- the top of the realm and just spread so the ashes and all uh, that. through different action beats, a lot of puzzle beats, a lot, a lot of RPG beats I here mean, and like there. If I, I mean, explain to me because the thing is, I'm a big fan of the original three God of War games. Yep, yep. My favorite is definitely one. Two is kind of good. Three, I was very underwhelmed because of how short it was mm. and how every, every, like. But the spectacle was pretty big at part three. I didn't they give a really damn about the spectacle. <laughs> I was like. Okay, this is a cool cutscene. I want to yeah. kill things now. Yeah. And like the best thing I like about part three was definitely the... The, the scale p- of it, right? No, not really the scale. It's like that entire puzzle section with the cubes like floating. I forgot who that guy you're looking for. Ah. Um, not like... Um, it starts with Pes- a oh. Or something. Yeah, maybe Pespateus. Perseus was in the second game. Yeah, yeah. but th- 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 that was fun you because... You actually get a lot of that in this God of War. But really? in that third-person perspective, where yeah, you which is I'm very nervous about because the thing is, right? I'm gonna just relate it to a game that I've been playing recently, which everybody is giving high praise, which, which I find extremely boring and mediocre, which is uh, this game that came up by Ninja Theory, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that game is really boring, man. <laughs> well, I think that was sold heavily on how it the deals psychological with and the story aspect, like more than the gameplay aspect, loss and trauma over like. The gameplay. It's the same and reason why. Illness too, right? Yeah, it's why Spec Ops: The Line is often praised not for the fact for its combat mechanics, which were very mediocre, no, but yeah. because it was of basic, yeah. But also because of how it dealt with player agency in levels we yeah. haven't seen since the first Bioshock. And the thing is, right? I want to bring up also the fact that like the BAFTA Video Game Awards happened quite recently, and yeah. Senwa yeah. did well there. 
But the thing is, it's like, why, why are we praising things that are not part of the game, the core <laughs> gameplay? Because like, I can break down like Hellblade into two sections. You align things mm-hmm. by looking at the scenery, and then there's a whole bunch of dodge and hit attack when things attack you. The boss fights are very. I mean, it's. As puzzly, an artist, right? It's like, puzzly as, boss fights? It's not even puzzly. It's basically wait for him to telegraph move, you dodge just in time, and then you attack, and then build up meter, use your special vision power, they slow down, then it's, you can land more attacks. And it's, you know, uh, ad nauseum. So, I mean, the thing is, is like I, I know it's very unfair for me to compare God of War to something like Hellblade. And the thing is, why I'm very disappointed with Hellblade. Well, these are the same guys who gave me the best Devil May Cry game ever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's it's not even a dumbing down. It's like we're taking a step in a different direction and we're focusing more on story and art. I think it's just they wanted to experiment with a different style of I guess. game design. It's like, you know, you can't fault people for trying to because also remember... Yeah, and it's a really good experiment. I, I mean, you may not like it as much, but I do enjoy Hellblade also, it what was, it was. You said it's one of the best Devil May Cry games. It's the only Devil May, game, Devil May Cry game I've played and I loved it. It also made no money because of fuck with crybabies online. Yeah. yeah. I can definitely tell you that you're not going to find that issue here. That's a lot of gameplay I've got on I hope so. A lot. Like, just the fighting itself and the trials. I mean, because you got two worlds, you can go to Niflheim and Muspelheim. The first one was more like you go in a misty area, you find for treasure, bring it back. Otherwise, you die there, you lose all your treasure, more or less. Is it like Fetch Questy, Dark Souls? Uh, it's more like uh, the Nephilim mazes in Diablo 3, except okay. in that perspective. Okay. The Muspelheim one is more like the trials which you find in the previous God of Wars, where kill 30 dudes before time runs out, or yeah, yeah. kill 100 dudes. can be anything from a which troll is... to a dragon to a tough motherfucker, a viking or a traveler character. Good stuff, good stuff I mean, all around. Because that actually gives me a little bit of relief because the thing is, right, diehard God of War fans, right, if you ask any of them, it's like, okay, can we do cool combos and where are the parts you where can, we, you can. we have to test ourselves? Unfortunately, I'm not good enough to do those combos. Maybe <laughs> someone else will do that when the game comes out for real. Maybe it's about time I do the playthrough. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can actually juggle it with your, just your regular heavy axe attack. Really? I should tell you, the axe... After using the axe after 10 hours or so, I don't miss the Blades of Chaos. At all? Really? At all. I mean, it will make sense because of how the camera is placed now. Because yeah. the thing about the Blades of Chaos... You need a wide uh, angle to yep, see yep. what's going on. And basically, that's also kind of a crutch yeah. to an extent. Because, like, I mean, if you want to compare it to something like a Devil May Cry game. Mm-hmm. Because here's the, f- the sad thing is, right, when you talk about the God of War series, as fun as they were... They're basically oh baby's first Devil May Cry, yeah, or, or baby first baby's first Ninja Gaiden because it's like, you know what? If you work hard enough and you get the best weapon, you can just power through a lot of this and you don't have to worry so much. And then when I look at this new God of War, I'm thinking to myself, okay, like um, they're talking about things that literally me as a diehard God of War fan is like, okay, cool. You want to talk about his him being a dad, which I don't really care about, or him like facing a new swarry of gods. And whether you worry whether the sun is a bit of a crutch or not. Like, far from it. He's far like, from it. The thing is, right, as a gamer, we look at that and like, oh my god, is this like escort mission, the game? Oh, no, 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 it's not. Your son is very useful, especially when you level him his skill tree up. He actually, when he fights, at first, you know, obviously he does not use a bow that properly, uh-huh. but halfway about 10, 12 hours in, you put in some skill slots here, level up. So you, he, get, he actually stuns enemies for you, grapples them until you do your finishing move. So he's like he Ellie can shoot from a Last bunch of, of lightnings and all that. No, Ellie was actually not that useful. So he's like to, Elizabeth from to, Bioshock. Compared to Atreus, Atreus. Oh, much more useful than Elizabeth. Really? Yeah. Well, Elizabeth, he can't die. Only you can. Yeah, Elizabeth would just like throw ammo at you yeah. occasionally. Which oh, is extremely actually, useful. Yeah, oh yeah. actually, he can he can throw health to you. Actually, if really? you level up that part of the oh, skill okay. tree. 
And he can shoot chain like uh, lightning arrows where he kind of chains onto opponents. So he oh, can actually cool. stun dudes in front of you for them to do your finishers and stuff. How is his AI? How is his AI? Really damn good, honestly. So there's no like pathing issues, there's no things like Not at all, not at all. Um, in fact, you kinda want him to you kinda want to actually press square to make him shoot enemies you're targeting so that you can finish up the dude in front of you so they can actually target the other dude or the other bad guy or so. Cause when I think when you level up him up more, his arrows have better rapid fire. Okay. So it actually kills much faster. So you get There's like an arrow machine gun. Yeah, yeah you got yeah. an arrow machine gun, dude. So he's kind of like, uh, what's the name of the your option from Nier Automata? Uh, 9S? Is it? Or is oh, no, 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 the robot, the robot, the little robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly? Your robot's more like a target cursor thing. He He's not independent. This one, uh, Atreus is more independent per se. His name is Atreus. Atreus, yes. Seriously. Well, yep, because, yep. yeah, it's a Greek name. Of course. Oh, there's actually one mission where I really needed Atreus a lot, where there's a circle around the area. You only can kill enemies within the circle, otherwise they can't die. So I kind of need them, because every time when Kratos attacks, he pushes his enemy forward, which means he can push him away from the circle. Uh -huh. When he gets hit by the arrows, they stay still. So I kind of need to actually have balance it out, like hit him first and then have Atreus shoot him down. So that, that counts as a kill. So and it kind of melds in uh, nicely with like your combo system, for example. Yes, That's yes. His when you launch counts. an enemy, yep, yep. When you launch an enemy up, you get he actually combos enemies for you automatically, like shoot them in the air. So it keeps them in the juggled state and you follow it up with your axe attacks. So we we do not lose because the thing is what I was really afraid of is when they made it uh, over the shoulder, like, oh this is this gears of gods of war now because Actually kinda, yeah, yeah. I, I actually got the mm. there's a comparison there. But, but I want like where's all the aerial raves that occurred in the first three games? There's aerial raves, yeah, they are still there, except your camera kinda zooms back so you can actually see who you're actually juggling per se. Oh, okay. The only th challenge there is basically keeping track of what's behind you. There's an indicator at the back that flashes red if there's an enemy gonna attack you from the back or throwing a projectile. If it's white, you're all good. So at least you pay attention to what's going on. I mean, I mean, I'm fine with that, but then again, like I can always throw up the argument, like couldn't we just solve this by having the, the same camera from the first three games? Well, that's the thing. I think the developers are just sick of doing that God of War. They've been doing it for like five, four because, games. Because like, here's the thing, right? Um, it would make sense for me for a game like say Resident Evil to lose the fixed camera thing and to be over like the Resident shoulder. Like Resident Evil Four, right? Exactly, a masterpiece. And then like, okay, that makes sense for them to switch the camera from all these weird surveillance camera style positions in the stage to over your shoulder so you have a clear idea of scope and what to shoot at. Whereas like something like a God of War, which to me is like part of the stylish combo action game. And it's like, okay. And I don't know if a game like that would fly around this day and age where there are a lot of third person angles per se. Yeah, so that's I what I'm afraid of because this is a dumbing down. That oh, it's uh, not dumbing down, dude. It's still just a challenge. No, but it's dumbing down in a sense where like, okay, we need to kind of cater to a different audience you know what I mean? Mm. In a sense, like, we don't respect gamers. No, I don't even say what I'm saying respect. We don't... Uh, we're not confident enough that there's enough gamers of these kind of games who is going to, like, make this a hit. But there's a whole bunch of these kids who play, like, Overwatch or whatever. And they probably use, like, a character like, what, Genji or something? Genji, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they, like, look at this and, like, oh, he, he looks like Genji from Overwatch. And mm. then they're going to jump on this. Well, you always have to evolve the material you have. If you make the same yeah. game over and over Yeah, you again. might as well just play the HD versions of God of War 1, 2, 3, exactly. right? Exactly. Like or you can just do, like, the logical evolution. Because the thing is, is like... I, I would... I feel this is a logical evolution for heard, these guys. Yeah, this is moving towards making a game like God of War, like, keeping the core mechanics, but also... Yeah 
maybe catering to a new taste, a new dem market demand, without you know betraying the core element of what made. Which God is of also War like work. probably a bigger conversation we should have on another episode yeah, because yeah. basically it's like so. You know, what's the point of games? I is it to sell games or is it to give you the experience? You know what I mean? Yeah, and because for this. There's a very good balance on gameplay and story. So yeah. much more the gameplay, thankfully. Because the thing is that you, this is Sony. They got the money to just R&D the and fuck the out of time as well. This yeah. game took about five years or so just to come up and like, oh, we're going to stick to third person while making the flavor of the old God of War work. I it, hope so. Except in the new Norse mythology. Because the thing is like, uh, I mean, the, between the three of us, you've played it. The thing I is, finished uh, it. Like, yeah, yeah you, you got the review copy. We haven't touched it yet. And the thing is, I'm not hesitant but also at the same time it's like I know when something um, I know when something needs to change and something needs to evolve mm. but like, to me when I look at the new God of War it's like uh, I kind of respect it for not like hinging on its past legacy but I also feel like at the same time like yeah but there's still those guys who kind of miss that so they do uh, give some hints for that, especially at the latter half half of this part you know what I just want DLC where like hey old school mode where you like we, we get rid of that third person camera like yeah this is how you want to play it they probably will release it at some point that might part. be cool I think so it'll probably be quite yeah, short yeah. but it'll be just like a, no we don't forget you guys and oh. also yeah yeah I'm sure they're gonna do a digital um, uh, HD remaster of the original without trilogy. spoiling anything. They definitely catered to you guys, uh, the God of War fans. But the thing is, right in the second half, I'm also game. like kind of like there's also gonna be the DLC where right? hey you can do this in VR now Ooh, like. Oh, I'm cool. not looking forward to the PSVR. Speaking of that could be bad. Yeah. Speaking of unnecessary things being put in, are there loot boxes? <laughs> uh, no, there isn't. You get actual boxes, yes. but they're all in-game. Yeah. All your upgrades, all your armor, legging, oh, hand uh, upgrades. How you cool get that is that? Inside, it's, yeah. it's such a quaint like thing now. Is like remember back in the 80s when a chest in the video game didn't cost anything. Yeah, yeah. It actually <laughs> costs in-game money, not or, real. Or you, oh, better, no, you can just open I it. <laughs> I remember games from five years ago which did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. Like, I remember the first. Shadow of Mordor. Oh, wow. You can even yeah. like customize your own Kratos. Like, you know, I yeah. mean, not obviously not his head. Really? But more like his armor, his, uh, uh, what's that, armlet, and yeah, the, the leggings more. Like braces, la. The braces, thank you, bracers. Or thank the gauntlets. Yeah. Armlets. Can I totally... <laughs> armlets. <laughs> what are you, a mid-twenties woman? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. Okay, no, but here's the thing. Can you play as Crash Bandicoot? I wish. <laughs> what kind of a Sony game is this? I don't yeah. think there are bandicoots in the Norse realm. How dare you, yeah. sir? The bandicoot tribe were the most prominent. In and I should add, <laughs> having the axe come back to you when you manually call it, it never gets old. Like, that feeling when you call it back, when you fire it. Oh, the Milner effect, huh? Yeah, it's like the Milner <laughs> effect. Thank you. They do it really well in this. I, I mean, you know, it's going to happen because, you know, they've obviously got Esprit uh, following, you know, the Thor from the comic books and all that. But You think so? They pull it off here. Yeah. Wow, this is actually pretty cool, and especially for a sharp weapon that chops dudes in half. And mm. they do not shy away from the gore, that's for sure. They shouldn't. No. Yeah, 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 I mean, but can you imagine if they de-gored God of War? Oh god, that would be a defanged piece did, <laughs> did they top part 3? Oh no, nothing can top the over-the-topness of part 3. Really? Yeah. So nobody's, no gods get their heads ripped off and used as a flashlight for the rest well, of the game? someone's head gets ripped off, someone's lower half jaw and entire part gets... Torn out. The mandible gets torn off. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Really nice violence. Good gore. Good gore. Okay, good gore. Yeah. Good, good gore, gore and for the sound God effects, dude. Good, good gore and nice sound and effects. Nice and crunchy. Seven eyeballs out of... I give it like a nine or a ten bunch of eyeballs. Out of... Ten eyeballs. Okay. Mm, there yeah. you go. High it's praise for the God of War. Right very, there. very good stuff. So God of War 4, now in store. 
Uh, a, I as, guess God of War 4, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. I guess that's the reason why they With have brand new lore. <laughs> and instead of like the Omega sign, they have like the Ouroboros uh, World Serpent. Ouroboros? Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Ouroboros, the God of War. Okay, yeah. so. Uh, Good stuff. I think you'll 10. enjoy it, Shafiq. I can't wait. I can't wait till it comes out on sale. Because yeah. it's going to be a $70 game. <laughs> yeah. You have to keep waiting, man. I'll wait. No, I'll be fine. This no. might eventually get me to get a PS4. Yeah. You think? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but for me, like, here's a strange thing. Like, the, one of the reasons I want to get a PS4, well, I, I do own a PS4, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, oh, I really want to play Neo. Oh, it's out on PC? Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh. and, but it's, it's, the thing is, right, I managed to get an extra, like, couple of cents off my un. Uh, on what? My my still wrapped in package new oh. <laughs> game. So it's okay, like, okay. Oh, I didn't open this, <laughs> so yes. you can have it. I'll just download it off of Steam. Thank you. I thought oh. you were going to play Nino Kuni 2. That's also on PC. Nino Kuni 2 is also out on PC. So yeah. it's like, the thing is, I'm glad at least Sony still is on the exclusive strain because that's what keeps your systems afloat. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like Microsoft have stopped that because like, exclusive to Xbox and, and, PC, yeah, and Windows PC, not Steam. Yeah. Because we, there's no proper way to play Sea of Thieves. Also, go <laughs> fuck yourself Microsoft Store. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who designed that piece of shit it's like when you have to click on five different submenus to buy a game. Like I got a code for the CFU's beta and it took me an hour to find out where <laughs> I had to go to get it to download. And that's the it. game itself. Yeah. Okay, here's the They're game. rather ballsy in releasing their season pass thing where you can play any game for ten bucks per month. Well, EA has done it as well. EA Access is the same idea. Except Microsoft has a much bigger and better library. And, yeah. and it's not EA. Yeah. But there you go. <laughs> and then right now on Steam, you can play Skyrim for free. <laughs> right now, you can play Tom's. I don't know Crusader Kings. Is two it for a few days, or is it like? And also or so. for a week. Okay, that's Skyrim good. is free for a week, starting as of today. Which I think by the time this episode comes out, is probably in the, on its last two days. Yeah. yeah. For those who still haven't played Skyrim yet, do you exist, people? Out there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what you have to do is you have to install Skyrim, go to Nexus Mods, get the <laughs> HD uh, textures. No, you don't need. And you get got a brand new game. <laughs> yeah, you don't need. You get you get the Skyrim HD remaster for free. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, Without yeah. the uh, bullshit where they lock out achievements. Do Thanks, modders. Thank you. Okay. Speaking of modders, speaking of bullshit achievements, speaking of games that are very underwhelming. Can I talk about Extinction for a while? Sure, you I have. may. Because the thing is, this would be a lovely segue because it's all about the destroying giant monsters who come to attack your city. Oh, so it's an Attack on Titan game? Oh, it's a blatant ripoff. Oh. And it's very... It's, very, it's not hiding the fact that it knows that Attack on Titan exists and mm -hmm. it's also not hiding the fact that it's trying to be that, it's trying to be Shadow of the Colossus. And that's the problem I have. Is like yeah. once you start referencing better things, you have to really, you already create an unnecessary expectation. Like I saw some gameplay, and it was you are a small dude trying to kill a big dude. You cut off its arms and legs, which grow back if you leave it too long, and Something then you have to. Like that, yeah. I saw a preview of it last year. So far, so good, but not. It doesn't beat the final product where it's not so. Nah, good, man. It? The thing is, like, um, I got this game. I mean, the, the thing is, the game is available now, so no preview copy for me, but. Man, for $60, this is a piece of shit. Ooh, <laughs> Seriously. Dear. Because Ooh. the thing is, right, the first thing that hits you is the fact that everything feels unfinished or not fleshed out properly uh -huh. enough. Because why, why I say it's an Attack on Titan, it's a very blatant Attack on Titan ripoff, is just from the opening cutscene where you see people living a nice, happy life, and then these giants come, and oh my god, our world is falling apart. And like, okay. Do you see your mother get chomped in half? Oh, I wish, man. <laughs> nah. This is like Attack on Titan, the PG version. 
So oh, no because blood. Because The blood and gore happens to the monsters. I mean, not so much to the characters. And the thing is, like, even the cutscenes feel like just like you know storyboard animatics. Oh. So it's like okay, it's kind of cheap there. Maybe I don't know. And then, I mean, I can shit on this game for a lot of things. But here's the thing, for sixty dollars, and for the fact that you are trying things that exist already. Ah. Uh. So it's like hey, because the funny thing about Extinction is when it came out. Like nothing has been reviewed so negatively so quickly in a while. Yeah, I've heard nothing but shite. And it sounds is, like it's justified. Yeah, it is extremely right. justified because the thing is, if you go to the Steam page right now and you just see all the reviews, everybody's complaining the fact that I beat this game in about ten to twelve hours, and that's it. I want my money back because like everybody felt cheated in the fact that everything was samey, grindy, and repetitive. I mean, you can break it out into like basically three gameplay modes yeah which is defend the thing mm-hmm. kill all the things and kill the big thing oh and even the kill the big thing which is supposed to be your um, the icing on the cake right that's equally repetitive because it's climb the big thing cut its head off you can lop off limbs and stuff to slow it down like yeah. chopping off like legs and all that does provide some sort of strategy but and then like it doesn't ramp up the challenge because it just results to like okay now you can't cut, cut off the legs so easily because now it's got armor. You got to hit the one part of the armor to break the armor before you can do the thing. Oh, Jesus. And it's all time-based. I wouldn't even say time-based. It's all like this uh, against-the-clock kind of mentality where if you didn't have this, there would be no stress at all because one way to fail is that if enough innocent civilians die and there's like this huge bar that's just reminding you like, oh, there's all this loss of life happening as you're trying your best to defend the city against a giant attack. Is there any like scoring or? Yeah, I mean that's the stuff? problem. The thing is, like, even if you like move as fast as you can or you do your very best, right? No, there is collateral damage, and there seems to be no real reason for you to actually rush. Either no achievements tied to it, or probably anything. yeah, you know, there's some. But I mean, I mean, the thing is, I played this game for about a couple of hours, and I really stopped caring because it just felt so samey, yeah, so quickly, and immediately I thought to myself like. Yeah, wow, $60. I could have just spent that on God, God of War. War. <laughs> there yeah. you go. But uh, there's also uh, the official Attack on Titan video game which came out. Yeah, that was part recently. two, right? There's two games. Yeah. So I would severely recommend if you need to play a game that is very similar to Attack on Titan, go ahead and play the Attack on Titan game. But play the second one only. Yeah. Don't play the first one. Because the first one kind of gets rehashed in the second game. Yeah, but in the second one, you can create your own um, cadet, I've seen. But more importantly, if you want to play a game where, you know, the best version of a game where you need to destroy giant things, Shadow of the Colossus. Of course, the, the remix. That was a remix that, that came that out. That remake came out and it looks gorgeous. It's fucking beautiful. That, that's, that's, yeah, that's the high benchmark for everything. Or Monster Hunter. Yeah, Monster Hunter World. That's yeah. already if out. If you want to kill big things. But you, you don't know. have the OVA gear. Uh, uh, there you go. OVA or OVM? I don't know. It's OVM. OVA is the uh, video you watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the original video yeah. animation. Yeah. So, yes, don't play Extinction. Play God of War. So, it's repetitive, it's broken, and unfinished. It's a 3 upon 10, sir. Oh, Ooh, do not waste crazy. your money. I mean, even if this was 50% discount, even if this was $30, I would still feel ripped off. Yeah. This sounds like a game you maybe spend $5 on. It's this a is a game that you wait for Humble Bundle to just package in. Yeah. Oh, like, maybe you'll play like, it. It's like under Thomas By Bundle mistake, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sad. This is the from third vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's kind of it. sad considering that this is Iron Galaxy's work, uh, guys who did Dive Kick and the first half of Killer Instinct. 
And good games, by the way. But they're mainly Dive have, King is not a good game. They mainly <laughs> it's, do, funny. it's funny. It's funny. It's, it's a nice punchline. Uh, I think, like, <laughs> the main, joke wears off very quickly. They're famous for... There's like, actually a tournament scene for Dive King. Oh, there's a tournament scene for, for every stupid fighting game, okay? <laughs> even Catherine too. Uh, there's even a tournament scene <laughs> for freaking Puzzle Fighter, you yes. know? Which, like, sure, whatever. There's probably a tournament scene for Qbert. Anyway... <laughs> I mean like speaking of which, right? Speaking of galaxy, speaking of tournament scenes, how guy how do you guys feel about Billy Mitchell finally getting stripped of his world record King Kong title <laughs> Donkey Kong title, I'm sorry. Feels like Look justice at all these has been things served. Things yeah. Can lead up to giant monkeys later. Yeah. Do yeah. <laughs> you also notice the glassy eyed expression in my face as I have <laughs> no idea what the fuck so, you're talking uh, about? Mr. Billy Mitchell, who yeah. was kind of referenced in that movie Pixels. Yeah, and also in the, the documentary w- King of Kong. In the in the King of Kong, like he holds the world record for uh, Donkey, Donkey Kong, the uh-huh. video game, the, the classic arcade video game from Nintendo. And apparently, people found out that he's cheated. Oh. He cheated because he played on a modified Donkey Kong. He played it on oh. an emulated board. Yeah, Thank you, and here's the thing: people found out. People called him out on it. He is definitely going through a bit of a hissy fit. Yeah, but the the. the <laughs> Iron Galaxy has officially removed his top score from <laughs> the, 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 the world leaderboards. And he cannot participate. And he can't again. participate in tournaments. And Guinness of the Guinness World Records has taken out his entry. Wow, talk about fall from grace. Yeah, talk yeah. about something you did 20 years ago that didn't matter then and really doesn't matter anymore now. And now it especially doesn't matter because you cheated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will uh, forever be remembered as, aren't you the guy, the guy who, who cheated on Did it, Donkey Kong? Aren't you? Isn't and the thing is, there you a hot sauce guy who cheated on Donkey Kong. There you go. And then you think about to yourself is like, oh yeah, so the Peter Dinklage character, oh he cheated too, yeah. huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, parallel. Was he also a, a little person? No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's a full size man. Yeah, yeah. With, with a, a little full, personality. With oh, there you go. <laughs> that was an excellent cut right there. <laughs> there you go, savage there as usual from Mr. Toffee. And speaking of uh, savage. savagery. savagery. Savagery and uh, Kongs and, and giant monkeys rage. and 80s video games getting a resurgence yep. and giant things that we need to cut down a peg. Look at how all these segues and segments will flow very nicely. Too many segues. Too many segues. Yeah. Too many for anybody to step on right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at me with all the segues. I can <laughs> see you're still uh, sore from last week. So here's. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sore oh, at all. Man. I'm sore from the God of War or the Ouroboros. So anyway, we're going to be talking about. Rampage, which is uh, the spiritual sequel, I think, to the Cloverfield Paradox. <laughs> if you remember the, the opening, because if you see the opening of this movie, <laughs> it feels like you're watching something else for like a hot yeah. second. It's like, yeah. wait, wait, where's the rock? Where's this? Who's this blonde lady in a space? With some of the most inconsistent CGI. <laughs> mm. like for every good uh, zero gravity shot, there's a part where it's like obviously a guy that's been photoshopped in to float around. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the first thing I thought when I was looking at this. Like, wait, why do I feel like we're at the tail end of a better movie all of a sudden? It's like, why did only half the budget get spent here? Yeah, uh, but here's the thing. It's like, it's probably like, I mean, you can imagine yourself. What if Alien, the first movie, what if we replace the alien with a giant rat? Yeah. <laughs> and what, what happened? You get the first 10 minutes of Rampage. Yeah, and what if Ripley didn't survive? What if she was blonde? Yeah. yeah. What if she didn't survive? What if we made a space shuttle ship thing with very crackable glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just fails on re-entry. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, we're starting with a. What nitpick. was the point of that? <laughs> yeah, I guess the rat did enough damage on it. That's so, big so. uh, siren saying, "Spoiler warning! Spoiler warning! Spoiler warning!" If you fucking care for this, yeah. movie. <laughs> I think you just kind of want to watch it for the journey rather than the destination. Yeah. The journey, the destination, sir. We're gonna talk about a movie where the rock. <laughs> Shoots missiles at a, at a giant, giant crocodile. <laughs> yeah, and then fist bumps a giant ape. <laughs> and then there's a wolf the size of like you know a medium-sized skyscraper that can fly. Like a fly. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about movies that really doesn't give a fuck about common sense logic. You know, the, the, you know, the, the thing is like when it comes to movies like this, right? Oh yeah, by the way, we're talking about Rampage. Yeah, yeah. So based loosely based off an arcade game. So this is... Loosely? <laughs> loosely. Very, very loosely. The arcade game is in the background of the fucking brother of the evil woman. Oh, yes, yes. I was like, oh my god, I totally forgot so about that. in That's this universe... Yep, yep. This game exists. <laughs> in that universe. And because of the age of these two people, they probably played it when they were kids. And the daughter, the sister went, I know. I have an idea for 30 years in the future. No, it, <laughs> I can imagine another movie happening where it's a prequel, where it's like, Dad, what's this? Oh, this is my favorite video game, Little Daughter and Little Son. And it's like, uh, it's about giant animals destroying a city. And then the girl starts to like, yeah, that's my life. That's what I'm like, going to achieve. You know, I want to like actually make dreaming. people become animals. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, yes. no, that was the point of the entire thing. Is like, we're going to send a, a bunch of scientists into space with this thing that will mutate thing. We're going to genetically alter or genetically... No, genetically edit. Yeah, edit. <laughs> the word they used was edit. What are we going to do? We're going to splice all these other things and what causes it to grow? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Science. See, that's the thing. Honestly, I don't care about let's, that part at let's, all. Let's do a very quick rundown. I guess they don't want to get caught. The rundown? <laughs> yeah, the rundown of the rock. The plot is, is that, you know, you start off with, this, with the space station, which we already mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, the person escapes, but doesn't escape entirely. She burns up a re-entry, but then these canisters holding something land and they hit three different animals and they start growing and three different animals. animals which correlate to the 1980s arcade game yeah and also to very specific parts of the u.s <laughs> yeah you've got one in louisiana so what do you think you're gonna get yep that's right a big alligator yeah <laughs> louisiana chicken aka uh, alligator <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> if it was it just, just a giant chicken <laughs> no, it just hit a popeye's uh, <laughs> oh wow and a giant <laughs> <laughs> it would been so amazing <laughs> that it's not even a live chicken but like a bucket of chicken <laughs> that just With animates legs. itself <laughs> that somehow manages to stomp across but no that'd be really easy to stop <laughs> you think sir but it would have been spliced with other things oh like, yeah and then so the other area is Georgia is no it, Montana. Montana Montana sorry, home Montana. of wolves I guess. wild wolves <laughs> Well, yeah, have you played Far Cry 5? It's yeah. full of the fuckers. Mm -hmm. like, at least it'd be a cougars. cheeseburger. Can you imagine? <laughs> and a bear. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, here's a little bit of... Okay. Ding. 80s reference trivia. So, the, the wolf's called Ralph. Because yep. that's the name of the character. That's the name of the, yeah. the character. And that is what Racket Ralph is based off. Yeah. Yep. Because they couldn't license the wolf character. So <laughs> Jesus fuck. No, no, but there's going to be a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that happens. One of the animals is affected is a albino gorilla in the San Diego Zoo. Played very nicely by someone. <laughs> Somebody and from the Andy Circus School of Acting yeah. with a ping and pong ball on your like face. The head primatologist is Dwayne Johnson playing playing the character Davis Okoye. Say it again. David. No, no, no say it? the whole sentence. Dwayne Johnson. No, no, before that. The chief primatologist. 
<laughs> so immediately, that moment of disbelief, is I like, just shut off my brain. When, like, it's it's it. like remember when you watch the Transformers movie, you think to yourself, "Oh, it's Mark Wahlberg. I'm a scientist. It's like, no, no it's I'm not, an inventor. No, yeah, I'm an inventor. I or when things. Denise Richards is a scientist a in, one of the, in one of the James Bond films. Oh, like even like yeah. <laughs> remember in, like in our last episode, we was like, oh, "Yeah, Tara Reid plays a scientist apparently." Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. and then like, say it again. Chief Primatologist <laughs> You can't even keep a straight face there again Dwayne Johnson <laughs> As David Ekoye Davis 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 Ekoye Who was also of course Former Special Forces Mainly dealing with anti-poaching and Because America. we don't need to explain How you can fly a chopper huh? Or no, shoot a we rifle just need to explain No Because there's always the elephant in the room Is like Why are you The ultimate example of our species Playing a primatologist <laughs> Why aren't you Obviously, a movie star like, in this universe. Like, why aren't you in the pro wrestling circuit, my man? <laughs> no, here's a here's a even amazing. Okay, here's a question I want to ask: How do you become a chief primatologist? Uh, five years in primatology school. <laughs> there you go. When do you have time to work out? <laughs> during lectures, it, he's just like doing crunches and like you know during the lectures, during the off breaks. No, here's the thing, right? Like when you think of like actual chief primatologists, you'll think of like Jane Goodall and her amazing work with the gorillas oh, yeah. in the mist. Yep, yep. And you can imagine here's her yearbook and her, like the class photo. <laughs> it's all one muscle guy. It's like the all these guys who's like we really love like you know studying like primates and stuff. And this one unnecessary. <laughs> Really large it's Samoan. Like, it's like a fucking <laughs> who is like almost like a Chippendale calendar. Are there apes? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent reference there, my there man. There you go. I mean, like, imagine like here it's we like are. It's like the magic bike graduation photo. It's like what science <laughs> rules. I think it's like he's a, he's a diversity hire. It's not <laughs> okay. I guess so. I guess so. We need one muscle-bound guy for our quota. Yeah. <laughs> we need one, some, one person in We need somebody who can actually like put up a fight with these gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> They've been like, bullying the scientists all year. Uh, gorillas are serious but business. But whatever, shit happens, and then for some contrived no, reason... No, no, come on. Don't say shit happens. We need to really go into okay. the details of this. <laughs> like, they touch a glowing thing, and then a gas hits them, and then they start evolving because, mm-hmm. I guess, the neutrinos are mutating. <laughs> Science, exactly. the, the, the science goo from Ninja Turtles no, may put its effect. Here's the really annoying thing. Oh, wait. <laughs> In a Rampage movie? We're going to nitpick? Sure. <laughs> CRISPR. That, I feel like it's pointless, honestly. CRISPR, <laughs> the active agent which they talk about. CRISPR, yeah. No, CRISPR. A CRISPR. Because right. there's no E. <laughs> it's an actual compound which exists. <laughs> it's a real thing yeah. used in genetic editing in today's day and age. Okay. They signed off on this. That's the thing that blows my mind. <laughs> it's like, like somewhere out there, if someone, we mention the facility, we'll give you funding. Sure. <laughs> someone holds the patent for this process and was approached by the guy who whose first film was cat, Cats and Dogs 2, The Revenge of Pussy Galore, <laughs> whose highest rated film is San Andreas, sitting at a wonderful 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. And he said, I want to use your research in my movie. To tell a greater story. <laughs> tell a great story. To tell a story about a giant lizard, a giant and ape, having at it. It's exactly like Hurricane Heist. You know what? As much as this is goofy, Scientifically accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did our research. We I did our know, research. We didn't do the research, but we did ask a researcher. <laughs> I, I wanna find There's this a difference. I wanna find this researcher and ask, like, you know, what midlife crisis were you going through where you signed off on this? <laughs> My like, second question is, did was, you at least get paid enough for this? 
I, he probably got paid enough for the other. You know, money. immediately he was probably going for a divorce. He's probably like, <laughs> I can imagine some Patton Oswalt type character. I have tenure. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing to do. Sure. Or or lady, like you know. Or a lady, you know. Yeah. Because it's still his. played by Patton Oswalt. <laughs> hey, he would make a great woman. <laughs> you said that, really? Yeah, he's got lovely soft cheeks. <laughs> oh no. That's a quote of the box right there. Pattern also. Make a great woman. Oh, God. Speak, no, speaking no, of soft cheeks. Lovely soft cheeks. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pattern also. I think you're an amazing person. No, I think you're a lovely man as well. I just complimented your cheeks. <laughs> so, speaking of cheeks, The Rock is <laughs> <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and he's bigger, better, and bolder. I know. Okay, here's I'm the thing. I'm pretty sure, like, he also got affected by whatever this gene therapy thing Because yeah, he keeps sure. growing in every movie. <laughs> <laughs> God, remember him in Pain and Gain and how cartoonishly muscular he was? Yes! Yeah. Like, oh my god! And he's still Jesus. bigger. The only good Michael Bay movie so far. It's like, it's like that Wait, meme which... Nope. There's... The Rock. Yeah. yeah the meme... <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> there has to be a Rock sequel starring The Rock right now. <laughs> yeah. Somebody put that into action. It, it's such a missed opportunity. Look, the, there's that meme which came out a few years ago where it's like The Rock in 2008 where he's already quite beefy and then The Rock in 2014 where he's like... You know, the abomination from Marvel <laughs> Comics. <laughs> and the, the With an eyebrow raise yeah, and a and grin. Yeah. The caption is, like, only the rock can make the rock look like a pussy. <laughs> I love the meme. Where and then the rock, in, rock. the rock in 2024 is, like, a literal boulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's this meme where he's, like, that Russian doll where you take off his head and there's the smaller rock. <laughs> <laughs> Or a I small rock piloting the giant rock. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, just like Zuckerberg, if you remove the face, it's, just, like a it's smaller, just a robot spider. It's yeah. a smaller Zuckerberg. Slender. No, it's a spider going like, oh shit, with the face of Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> because sure, why not? So the rock has to save humanity from an oversized wolf, gorilla, gorilla and a wolf and, and a eventually crocodile. a crocodile. Yeah. Who's also part ankylosaur for some reason? I guess so. Yeah, what's yeah, the editing makes you do that? I think He's got warthog teeth and all yeah, that. Well, and the, porcupine spines. Yeah, the wolf maybe. is part porcupine because it like shoots porcupine oh, yeah, quills yeah, at yeah. Uh, attack choppers, which he doesn't use ever again. He uses once because there's because the attack chopper realizes if I stand just here, he can't <laughs> bite me, and so it goes, "Oh, guess what, motherfucker? Ranged attack." <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I love it's it when a, a video game movie has video game elements. Yeah, look, this is sure. definitely the third best video game movie to come out in 2018. Oh, of course, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I would say top three by sure. Yeah. Out of the three that came out, yeah, this is in the three. top three. Right, this, sure. But I'll say this. It's got better action scenes than Pacific Rim Uprising. You know what? I'll, I'll say it. Fuck it. It's got yeah. better action scenes than Ready Player One. I was giggling my ass off the whole time. Like, I guess on par. I, mean, I, li I like the CGI. I, I like no, the fighting. Compared to Gundam versus Mechagodzilla. Confer okay. Confer compared to Gundam versus Mechagodzilla. Gundam doesn't eat a woman in a red dress. Yeah, that's okay. true. Good point. Good point. <laughs> like, With no crunch at all. No yeah. crunch at all. <laughs> at the very least, when the wolf, when Ralph gets eaten, there's a very satisfying like snapping noise as his head gets literally ripped off. No, here's my favorite thing. <laughs> Ralph just fucks everything up, and I love is like when he, like the the original like okay first we have the special forces who try to take it down oh yeah yep. led by Deathstroke himself mm -hmm. uh, Joe Manganiello uh, Joe Man Manganiello Manganiello I'm, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, yeah there's some really weird do you Italian. know where I saw him first where he was a guest on Critical Role yes he was he was yeah. a Northbreaker Paladin <laughs> oh really and really huh. good and you know how old school he is he says die eight. 
brother mm. than uh, he says die yeah oh. he's, he's like a person he's that old school <laughs> damn. damn yeah <laughs> he's and been, i remember him as a guy from spider-man flash thompson mm-hmm. uh, he was flash thompson yeah. yeah wow yeah. there you go there you go. wasn't he also in magic mike Probably. Oh, yeah, Have you I seen the man? Yes, he's, he's delicious. A, he's a perfect <laughs> specimen. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a wasted opportunity because the thing is, right, if you had him and The Rock in the same sequence, the ovaries that would have just exploded in cinema. <laughs> yeah, and also he has the best introduction where he opens a truck holding a gun. Yeah. He's holding a gun as he's opening his truck door. And he's fiddling with it. Yeah, right? he's just like fiddling it. He puts it away and then he gets, an, an, I don't know, an assault rifle, which he's then checking and like fiddling. Then he gives the assault rifle where he's like, no, no, I'm too much of a man for this piddly little gun. Yeah. Give me a literal minigun. That is my shit. <laughs> I mean, here's the funny thing, right? I can imagine this as like, okay, Mr. Magnolia. <laughs> what is that? Man- I'm going to call him Mr. Magnolia because I don't know how to pronounce his name properly. Yeah. But anyway, Mr. Magnolia, like, okay, for this, your introduction scene, what we're going to do is we're going to have your character walk and we're going to put the camera behind you. And focusing on your back. Focusing on your back and your really thick neck. Yeah. <laughs> As you walk towards a chopper. It's like the closest maybe would get to the female gaze. I don't know. I don't know. Well, no, it's still, it's still the male gaze because that's what men would be looking for in the another neck. man. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, look at that neck. Like, bro. if I were to give a nice karate chop right there, I could take him down. Okay, but uh, here's the thing. It's like, you see him walking towards the chopper and he's basically being all broy and all like military. And like, sir, here's your thing, sir. Sir, here's something else, sir. He gets in the chopper, he sits down and is like, that's it? <laughs> that's yeah. That's the build-up? And then he gets wiped out like a nothing. In lovely, yeah. spectacular fashion. And I love the fact that but he but was the last guy to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He also, was the last guy to go. I noticed how they ripped off that scene from Jurassic World. Or Predator. Or pre- well, did Predator have the cams being sorry, getting uh, like turned off one by one? Mm-hmm. Or Alien. Oh, Yeah. Or every better action movie. In Shut existence. up! I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't seen no. Okay, thinking. I've seen Aliens. Uh, yeah. So I, I recognize that part. Like yeah, that, that I think that's the first movie. Alien first. Uh, yeah, Aliens was the first movie where like some asshole at command center is like just watching all these cameras get. It's all out. around you. <laughs> I can't see it, and like like people die one by one on screens. Yep, yep. I, I'm not. I'm still not sure. Maybe I think it's either. No, I think it's definitely it's Aliens. Aliens, yeah. aliens did it first. That, yeah. Predator Two did it also. Okay. Because so Predator 2 was 92, 93. Yeah, I think it was right? way after Aliens. Because wow, that's really late for the sequel. Hey, they couldn't get Arnold back. They had that's true. Danny Glover. It was, Father it of was, Donald. It was, it was all right film. It's an amazing film. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm sure it is. I will watch it. I promise you. Not next time we record, but soon I will watch Predator. We have Predator to talk 2. about Predator 2 because I need to have your reaction of seeing the Predator who is obviously a space alien bounty hunter Jamaican fighting a Jamaican gang because <laughs> there's a lot of dreadlocks in that movie for some yes, reason yes <laughs> they were um, anyway back to Rampage yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. so uh, I mean this, like the other story parts is that we have Naomi Harris who used to work for uh, can I just talk about the name of the big bad uh, company please it's called Energene Gine. <laughs> no, they say Energine. No, the thing is, if you spell with Y, I know, but I know me so much. <laughs> and there's so many actors who like say it differently. Energine and the Giant. Yeah, it's like yeah. she works Not at Energine, and then like another person is like, "Where are you from? I'm from Energine," and she says it both ways. Yeah, so and, it's like what? And the company lessons are saying it's like the oh, Aces Aces. Well, welcome to Energine. It's Energine. Why is a Y noise? 
Because there's also they're not consistent. That was a problem. No, but there's yeah. also a part I remember very clearly where they're like, "Who's she? Oh, she's from Energy." Somebody forgets to even remember that. No, the fake company is not called Energy, yeah. which is a word that we could have gotten away with because you can't copyright Energy. Also, uh, <laughs> turns out Naomi Harris also has a superpower. What? She has the superpower to change the clothes she's wearing between scenes. <laughs> no, she has the superpower to be able to go up an entire 50 flights of stairs and still not be winded. <laughs> That's like, really? <laughs> have you seen her legs? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Have you seen the monkey's legs? <laughs> he went up the, the other way. <laughs> How did you catch up with that? <laughs> I love that scene. Is like basically... No, wait. No, her, her time to shine was literally this. Um, okay, I used to work here. Puts, it, puts her key card on the door and tries to open it <laughs> and they're like, like oh access denied I wonder why <laughs> scientists like, you, you just like, said that you like, used to work she here she got fired two Jeez. years ago two years ago you why do you don't upgrade <laughs> I, yeah. why do you think your pastel works look a guy like when and she's a scientist a guy on my is. team got fired they took his pass away right then and there and oh, I you're was talking about real life here in real life okay, yeah. there you go sorry so and also yeah, I work for a, a big secret company, but not like actual war crimes level. No, here's well, the it depends on who you are. War you crimes ask. level? Hey, yeah. no, hey no, inflicting monkeys upon you has. There's no Geneva Convention against it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really a war crime? I don't know. Can you imagine <laughs> if, if, if you shoot at a monkey, though? An endangered species. No, if, if the monkey has its own nation <laughs> and yeah. it represents that nation with a flag <laughs> and it comes at you declaring war, then, sir, do we have a war crime? I would love to see In that. the DC universe, maybe. I have to yeah. See that uh, like in the 1920s, they're discussing everything. Like, okay, we've covered mustard <laughs> gas, we've covered unnecessary cleaning <laughs> civilians. What about, what about genetic monkeys? <laughs> genetic monkeys are wolves, <laughs> and they just look at him with their big bristling mustaches and say, uh, "Have more cocaine and come back to us when you're sensitive." <laughs> no, and then like the thing is, no opium, sir, for that time. Opium, cocaine opium. was not. Oh, uh, my bad. Sorry. No, we, they had shit on cocaine then as well. I'm sure they Opium's did when they were making this movie too. More, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Robert Louis Stevenson was prescribed cocaine. Yes, for his insomnia. A seed of the poppy, for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, but like okay you know what Naomi Harris you know how you can tell she's a scientist when she walks inside the lab and it's like okay the cure has to be here somewhere just look everywhere <laughs> yeah it's like the FBI were here they took everything away they took all the hard drives they took this they took that let's check it's still gotta be yeah. here somewhere let's check the thermometer there's a back entrance to the server there it's like what kind of thermometer <laughs> are you using? It's the internet of things, boys and girls. Do not trust. My yeah. thermometer died when I washed it. <laughs> Hers gives her access to the motherboard mainframe. What? Sure. No, no, like, no wait. Oh, the crew is somewhere cold. Let's check the fridge. It's like, oh, now you realize where you <laughs> yeah. were. Where else would it be? Like, I can remember the rock looking at shelves and stuff. Why would it be there? It would definitely be kept somewhere. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably a fridge of the three, which the FBI failed to confiscate for some reason. We didn't yeah, bring they enough found guys. everywhere except that conspicuous to keep fridge yeah, right no, there. Yeah. Like like the asshole FBI guy, you know, yep. he's like coming in, take everything, and then like they start taking away papers and files, and it's like, what about all these vials of chemicals and shit? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's very important. Nah, I'm pretty no sure more. somebody needs. To be able to have access to that in case all this. It's like, like <laughs> so should we need to? No, no, that's a plot device. Leave it alone. No, yeah. trust me, I'm Asian. <laughs> no, <laughs> For some reason. No, trust me, I'm Takeshi Kovacs. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> Takeshi yeah. Kovacs. <laughs> Another cut right there. There you go, man. Yeah, also, Same universe. Yes, exactly. And we forgot to mention another fantastic character. Mr. Negan himself comes in. Hey. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Morgan, the comedian himself. Yeah. The looking cowboy. Looking yeah. really thin here. You know, he's yeah. lost yes, a thin, lot. Yes. 
Well, he's quite thin in Walking Dead, so I think he's just been keeping in shape from that. Or he can't afford to eat because he's so desperate to do things like this. Yeah. No, he makes plenty money from Walking Dead. You think? Yeah. Mm. None from Watchmen, I guess. Get money from that. You know? Yeah, I guess There's so. no Watchmen residuals. I'm pretty sure <laughs> not anymore yeah but he is finding work now and then yeah also and I love how even in this film he's fucking leaning left right and center when he's talking <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love about his character especially what like everybody's like running and trying to get into action and like oh we need to evacuate the town and he just sidles up to you and like you know uh, hardy partner <laughs> hey speaking as an asshole to another asshole here are the keys to the chopper it's like a sense of urgency sir <laughs> I'm a good old cowboy I'm gonna saunter on over us and assholes gotta stick together y'all and <laughs> toss with like no hand eye coordination you see this pearl handled six shooter I have here that is gonna be used for no particular reason <laughs> in any scene other than to have me hook onto the side of a cargo plane so that I don't fly off into the oblivion yeah. <laughs> like okay like what, what, what's your point in this entire movie again, sir? Just being Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No, the point of him is so that The Rock and Naomi Harris doesn't need to walk from the desert Actually, back to the town. No, he, he also, has to call them. Also, yeah. he's another one who has a superpower. Oh, really? He has the power to magically fast-forward time by making a phone call. There you go. Did you notice that when they leave the base at nighttime, he makes one phone call, and suddenly it's bright daylight yep. in Chicago. He's also got the amazing power to appear behind you. Yeah. Because it's like when The Rock and... I'm going to just call him The Rock. Fuck yeah. it. I'm not going to call him... The Rock and... Chief Primatologist. I'm sorry. And when The Rock and... Primatologist, The, the Rock. rock. <laughs> <laughs> when, like, she, and when he and Naomi Harris are like, oh, we need to get into the chopper. You don't think that the keys to the chopper would be left in the glove box? And then like, oh, he appears from behind you. And like, even when brother is running away with the rat, why are you still holding on to that stupid thing? Yeah. And like, like, why don't yeah. you... Why, yeah. Why don't you give me that phone? And he, like, uh, he appears behind him like, hey, Tell I'm, you what. Tell you what. Give me that uh, laptop. You can walk away. It's not, it's not like complicity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like complicity is a crime. It's like yeah, you're like you fucking moron. You're the CEO and you don't know what complicity. Well, actually, <laughs> we have. Uh, he's, we he's have. I think, I think Malin Ackerman was leading it more you know than this you film know, makes much more sun. sense if you set it in Trump's America. Mm-hmm. Because it is set in Trump's America. Yeah, <laughs> because there's no oversight for the CEOs where they can literally force a. Uh, satellite to crash and there's no government agency trying to investigate them I'm pretty sure uh, I mean of course like NASA or maybe the FBI like hey something fell from the sky here's a news report cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> there you go and I love the fact that the news report comes on just as the, at the right time before Naomi Harris has to go to work and she's like oh my god here starts my plot starts now <laughs> yeah and that's also where she changes clothes where suddenly she gets a different t-shirt and it gets a jacket from somewhere sure yeah, yeah because yeah. why not and the thing is the rock gets less clothing as <laughs> the movie progresses but that, that that's that's the rule she gets more clothing he gets less clothing you know what definitely for the girls speaking of science <laughs> right he gets shot in the kidney and he's still <laughs> really just fine <laughs> He's no, fine. He just flexed that bullet out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess those regenerative powers from oh, no. George related to him. His kidneys are <laughs> so strong, know. he just dissolves it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So, yes. Like, he just starts chewing on it, like on the inside. So, I don't, we, well, haven't made, we, like we, we haven't made up our mind whether this is a good movie or not, huh? <laughs> this is. It's entertaining in this some aspects. Is <laughs> this is amazing. This movie is fucking stupid. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it so much. <laughs> because, I mean, this is a movie where when everything finishes, uh, you have a 40-foot gorilla mm -hmm. doing the hand motion for fucking yeah. to <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Is and that a Naomi spoiler? Harris. No, no, it's not a spoiler. Okay, look. The before, before flipping 
the rock off. Oh no, that, that was in the first part where no, they, after the rock. Yeah, yeah, where they move. No, in the first in the movie, yep. this is like talk about a Chekhov's gun here, yep. where we find out that the gorilla George has a bad sense of humor. <laughs> so like he tries to scare someone and starts laughing, and mm. then he goes to do a fist bump and then turns it as the bird, and then starts laughing again. But the thing so is, basically, yeah. this gorilla is a twelve-year-old. <laughs> so the thing is. Uh, as most uh, primates do, monkey see, monkey do, uh, he learned it from The Rock. So that already explains his other character of him having a terrible sense of humor. Yeah. Although he did have a pretty good uh, opening line because the when we get introduced to The Rock, he's taking some primatologist students. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's this one uh, Laumaf uh, guy just like chatting, 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 chatting. Just like... I went to Uganda. Uganda. Girl and yeah. all that. I went yeah. to Uganda and they were like, stop, don't move. Why? Because you're going to... Step in all this monkey shit that's coming out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, like, that was a line. Yeah, yeah. And then you know the the female student just goes like, ah. and she's like in heat the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, later on, she goes like, "Hey, I want to ask if you could help me with like submission techniques in primates." Just like, this is obviously being written by a dude who doesn't know how women flirt. <laughs> no, this is written by the dude who gave us what was San it? Andreas, right? San Andreas. Cats and Dogs too. <laughs> Same yeah. director, same writer, if I recall. Oh, God, can you imagine if it had the same kind of humor? There's like crass sexual innuendos coming from like this cute little beagle. There's a lot coming up from the monkey in this movie. Apparently. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funnier that way, to be honest. Juvenile, yeah. but, you know, funny. Oh, this is the most juvenile <laughs> fucking thing. Like, you know, the film ends with a monkey pretending to be dead, like faking its own death and like a opening his eyes and closing it mm-hmm. then flipping it off and then doing like the fuck sign in front of I was very worried for that monkey because when it got impaled on that spike I thought <gasps> he might well, die he might die there might not be a sequel no there's definitely gonna be a sequel there's definitely gonna be a sequel especially because we know that we have the other rampage monsters we have the big lobster we have <laughs> the guy with one eye uh, the guy the, with the horn there's a whole no, you know the what? fish thing the thing is you, d- you don't need to be in canon with any of those the thing is yeah, yeah. You, were, can have another ju- you can have another there wasn't an, another an albino lizzie. ape in any of the rampage games yeah. yeah well because in the original game the the gorilla was a dude was just a, like a gorilla yeah, yeah. and then a brown gorilla yeah I think they changed it because you know they we needed something more marketable. Yeah. Also, uh, you or is this the, and standing out into the you know what scenes. I'm gonna call it as it is. This is the whitewashing of gorillas that gorillas <laughs> <laughs> are facing right it's now. It's also just so that Universal wouldn't come round like making imbaku noises. No, saying, mine, mine. No, <laughs> this is basically. Excuse me, we're here with the King Kong license. Would really like a word with you guys? Yeah. <laughs> like no, 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 our monkey. There's an albino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got out that loophole. Actually, I wonder Simple how, change. how they rough people up. Do they have like uh, King Kong that comes around and like breaks people's legs? I don't know, maybe. Uh, we can ask Nintendo about that. Or oh. No, but the, the, the thing no, is... No, Mario comes around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Mario Nintendo, comes around. Hey, Mario! <laughs> they you break your legs? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be Luigi. Mario's the face of the company. Are yeah. you crazy? No, thing? it'll be Waluigi. It'll and be, he does yeah. horrible things to your he behind. <laughs> no, yes. he, uh, he will definitely rape you. <laughs> I would say this. <laughs> yes. That's why he's always Smash Brothers. That's why he's a nice hot pink. Like, he likes to smash your bro. <laughs> Enough. Boys, calm down. No, but the thing is, uh, Nintendo doesn't own the rights to King Kong. Universal does. That's why Universal... And we're asking Nintendo. And here's the thing. Apparently, Universal also doesn't own the rights to King Kong because nobody bought the rights. Well, King- who did Skull Island? 
Anybody can do Skull Island. King Kong, King Kong no, is one of those. Who literally made the domain. movie Skull Island? That guy with the beard whose name I can't remember right now. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> because it's part of the Godzilla canon. Very right, right. vastly oh, yeah. different. It was a Welsh dude. No, that's the, the Godzilla movie. Skull Island was another guy. No, that was also a Welsh dude. A Welsh dude? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. We have all these Welsh dudes coming around making monster movies. Instead of coming on sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've Sorry. come a long way. <laughs> Rob Brydon reference for you boys and girls out there. So we're still talking about Rampage. Okay, we talked about... Are we? All yes. Are we? I thought we were tangenting off to directors. No, 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 no. no. The directors? Films. Monster <laughs> films. Well, so tell me what. This director, he's a known name. He's like... This is his most well-received movie and it's sitting at 53% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, very well deserved 53% oh, yeah. if you do say so. Like, you know, we're saying this film is amazing with the big caveat that we know this is stupid with a terrible <laughs> plot, cartoonish actors. Plot holes aplenty. Continuity errors. Thank you. Continuity errors as well. So, you know, th this movie... No, no, no. It falls apart. Logically, <laughs> every moment. No, it feels like the like the buildings the monsters make destroy. If make destroy. Okay, like crumble down. Make uh, destroy. <laughs> that is. I'm getting tired right though. now, dude. <laughs> it's just like having a five year old coming in to explain a movie. Uh -huh. and, then, and, and then and, and then, then the, the, monkey, the, the monkey the monkey make destroy the building. You know, and then, and then the wolf come and he, and he flies. Like okay, sure. God sure, damn it! Sure. Here's the thing. Logic was thrown out the movie. I mean, it was thrown out the window very early in the movie when we are introduced to Chief Primatologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, the thing you is can't right. say that sentence with a straight face. I can't. And, and the thing no. is, right, even the actors are struggling with it because remember that big scene in the military base? They're like, who are these two assholes? Oh, this is Chief Primatologist, and this is some chick who works at Energine, Energine, I don't remember. And the colonel's just like, Get the fuck off my face. <laughs> like, seriously? I, mean, I need to listen to these two? No, wait. I'm the rock. I'm very charismatic. You gotta listen to what I say. They're heading for Chicago. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I think that Colonel <laughs> had the most realistic reaction ever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll nuke the fucking city, the Windy City. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> well, it's like, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but again, I'm pretty sure they did the Michael Bay thing of filleting the US military so we could get real weapons. I'm pretty sure that, that bomb exists. I'm sure it does, but... I mean, then you wouldn't have that amazing scene of a wolf taking out a fighter jet mid-flight. Yeah. It literally bites the cockpit, right? <laughs> and you can see the pilot entering its mouth and uh, that burst of... That was... Yeah, you can see the pilot go, Fuck! It's like pure cinema, <laughs> That is. I thought that was the crocodile, though. No, the, croc the, crocodile, no, the crocodile eats other stuff. The I crocodile did that shot. Of Maybe it was a crocodile. Yeah, yeah, it was I, the crocodile. I yeah. lost... You know what? I lost all sense no, of the time. Wolf, a lot of teeth in that crocodile. The wolf so. eats all the helicopters. Yeah. I mean, I would say this: like watching this is like watching 2001: A Space Odyssey. <laughs> you can, I can slowly feel my body and soul <laughs> leave. I mean, leave my physical form and enter this astral projection onto what am I witnessing right now? So, oh my God! It's, it's like when I'm watching monkeys. this, I can see the secrets of the universe unraveling <laughs> before me. Is like the universe, the universal, the universal, universe, the universe. universal monsters is copyrighted. The dark, the, the not so dark universe is just like. I can literally, I can, I, lit I didn't tap out, but it's just that I, I felt my brain just like denigrate into a lower self. It's like, my lizard brain took over and I was like, this good movie, yeah, duh, this is amazing. Ah. Yeah. Like, this is stars I, Yeah, stripes. this is the best that we can find prize. Like, monkeys would love the shit out of this movie. Oh, sure. oh yeah, I'm very sure. Because <laughs> like, my monkey brain was having a time of its fucking life. I'm like, this is, this is so dumb. It, I can't, you know what? 
this is fine. <laughs> this is yeah. fine. What's happening right and now? And I'm happy that it didn't end with a big smooch between Naomi Harris and, and the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, would, I would, would have you pay money for that? that. <laughs> yeah. And then they just cut to her funeral later. And it's just like two very thin coffins next to each other. You know what? This is what's gonna happen. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, <man. laughs> that took you a second to catch on. No, no, here's the thing that we all wanted to happen. It's like like when the monkey's just looking at the rock and Naomi Harris amidst all this carnage and like, oh you too, her, her you know? Yeah. Finger fuck motion and then like, ah no, no, no. And then like the monkey, okay. And then he takes her. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and then like, whoa, wait a minute, no. <laughs> it kind of a tower. I was like, no, it's not like this. Like, oh like uh, so uh, so a dude um, uh, you know, So can you can you, uh, can you leave us alone? For a minute, that like okay, what? <laughs> like no, no man. So strong recommendation. <laughs> oh, absolutely. This is for this the is, last thirty minutes. Sure. I'm so yeah. happy that this and Hurricane Eyes came out week up back to back. There you go. Because it's just like, I wish they came out at the same time so we'd have like the ultimate double feature of asinine fuckwittery. Mm-hmm. That's our feature, Asinine Fuckwittery. Yeah. That's, I, the, blurb, I want, that's the blurb yeah. on the DVD box yeah. right there. I want to see that Criterion collection of uh, Asinine <laughs> Fuckwittery. <laughs> It would definitely feature this entire podcast as a running commentary. Yeah. Okay, here we have Chief Primatologist <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Davis Okoye. Sure. Where are you from again, sir? Chicago. Sure. <laughs> I, I would spend most of that movie trying to decide if that was insensitive or not, being called Okoye. No. He's, the, he's like Bruno Mars. You don't know what ethnicity is, is so you just so you can, you can you can pass off as black. Sure, yeah, definitely. Especially in a dark alley. Oh, there you go. <laughs> can you imagine the rock coming at you at a dark alley? Yes. <laughs> in your dreams or nightmares? No, the thing is, he would tell you because he announced himself. <laughs> if you smile, <laughs> finally, the rock has come back to this alleyway. Oh my god. So anyway, so uh, rampage. I mean, my only complaint. My serious review is uh, 4 out of 10. Like, this movie is stupid. Don't you dare give it a serious <laughs> review. <laughs> no. How many bananas <laughs> out of 10 bananas? This is 50 bananas <laughs> out of 60 white women on the... <laughs> <laughs> on Skull Island. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about you, Mr. Toffee? Any I'll, I'll, I'll give it 60 bananas out of 100 indigenous people on Skull Island. Wow. Oh, that's kind of racist. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I didn't mean like that, but now that I mentioned it, yes, I'm sorry. On the scale of one <laughs> to King Kong aim got shit on me, <laughs> this is a large pile of shit, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can say about Rampage. I don't know. Movie. Like, I know it's I feel like... It's a steaming pile of, like, you know, monkey poo right now. I feel like I, I wasted money, yeah, at the same poo. time I did not. I meant that parallel... Yeah, line. it's so bad, it's good. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. And it's also... Because it knows what it is, and so we can enjoy ourselves. It's not like... What was the last movie we hated? Universally? Uh, uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah, Because it tried to be serious and just fell so hard on its face. Yeah, this movie knows it was a goofy movie from the get-go. Yeah. And it just decided to just run with it. Which I, I appreciate a lot. I mean, fuck. Props to just like, you know, Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan himself for like... Sure, he acted his way through this. He didn't act. He, he was just He Negan. was himself. <laughs> no, I mean, but this is what happens. This is Negan before the zombie attack happened. Yeah, there you go, right? You know, before the zombies, there was this giant monkey. No, but <laughs> <laughs> I would say this about Mr. Negan himself. Mr. Like, you know what? Yeah, sure. He, 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 he probably read the script and like, you know what? I'm going to do it like this the whole time. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Absolutely fine. You know, yeah. because like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like he took that role seriously. Well, it's because 
he's, he's the kind of man where you can give him a literal script written by five-year-old and we, he would act his heart out through he, 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 would pull it off. <laughs> uh, he is he's a champ of his kind he yeah. is a hard-working man and he has more range than you think because he, he convinced me that hulk hogan could punch harder than him yeah Th that's the consummate actor he is he to actually me. got acting classes during WW the wwf period mm. so he's very well, serious about hey, look, that he, he was able to believably be a whiny Jewish kid in a grown man's body in a Jumanji. Mm -hmm. mm. But you know what? Still not his best role. To me, his best role is still as uh, Vince Vaughn's bodyguard in Get Short. Uh, was, oh, it, yeah. was it Get Short? Get Short? Get Short. Get oh, Shorty. Or like oh, the second one. No, it's Be Cool. The sequel. Oh, like the, sorry. The big yeah. Samoan. Yeah, the, he was the bodyguard. Like, ee wheezy. <laughs> like that, that whole scene. And like, turns out he's gay. Like, yeah. huh? <laughs> you know, like, Cool. Like, kind of like uh, Captain Holt in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, sure. Whatever. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine. I can buy that because otherwise you are just a very strange human being. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, hey, but anyway. Um, so, yeah. If you, if you don't want to watch Rampage, watch Be Cool <laughs> or The Rundown. Just watch any rock movie. They're becoming the same. Mm. Like, if you cut the parts of Rampage where you don't see the big monkeys, you just see him shouting... It could be seven different rock movies at this it's point. The entire and Fast and Furious franchise, more or less. Yeah, it could be the last four Fast and Furious. It could be the San rundown. Andreas, the yeah. Rundown. It could be Skyscraper, which you is coming what? out this year. Speaking of uh, speaking of really like the Fast and Furious, Jason Statham is going to be in a movie where he faces off against a giant shark, the Meg. Right. We like live in a golden age so of cinema. Want to see a successor and that. the thing is, they're going to spin off uh, Rock and Jason Statham in their own Fast and Furious uh, off-brand franchise. Yeah. And they're just going to run over Terry's Gibson's hopes and dreams. Ooh. What they should really do is bring the shark and the monkey with them. <laughs> 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 like, they get their own cars. <laughs> so it's like, the it's like the wacky races where you have, like, the Rock in one car, Jason Statham in one, and this giant gorilla in what looks like probably a go-kart. Like the Megilla Gorilla car, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And, and the then the shark in a fish tank with wheels just biting his way along. <laughs> like, he's, like, biting different body parts, like, turn left, turn right. <laughs> turn in purple, you got grey paper already. And what? then, Snidey Whiplash comes because why the fuck not? Oh, and wow, Snidey Whiplash. Yeah. Don't forget Mumbley. <laughs> No, Mutley is the one who goes. Yeah. Both of them do that, right? Yeah, Mutley yeah. and Mumbly. Mumbly is the same like fucking reason. dog. Yeah, just different colors and palettes. And what's the name of uh, the woman? Penelope Pitstop. Yeah. <laughs> With the seven, eight gangster dudes, right? The Anthill Mob. Yeah. Thank you, Anthill Mob. Yes. Led by Clyde. <laughs> Why do I know this? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm an old fuck. <laughs> Hey, I, was I, th I think we're due for Wacky I watch Wacky Races, Races too. Yeah, definitely. Cartoon. I mean, like, you know what? Missed opportunity. Because ever since Ready Player One, yeah, the world is ready for a Wacky Races live action yes. movie. I want, also, I want the Wacky Brothers and everything. to do it. Yeah, because Speed Racer, yeah. there you go. They have they have the resume. Who would play Penelope Pitstop? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> no, uh, what's her face? Uh, J-Lo. J-Lo. Jennifer Lawrence is Penelope Pitstop. Yo, that's, a, that's good casting right there. Yeah. yeah. Because she's a blonde bombshell. Yeah. And then we should get... Who? And we should get Dwayne Johnson to be... Uh, what's his face? What? Magilla Gorilla? Yeah. <laughs> no. Magilla Gorilla. <laughs> no, the handsome guy. The lumberjack. No. Oh, no, no. <laughs> With a little beef. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's driving Who's going to be Captain Caveman? Come and think of it. <laughs> Captain Caveman? Did you know Captain Caveman had the spin-off series? <laughs> no, huh? Captain Caveman had a spin-off series. Yeah. No, that came first. 
Really? Yes. Can he join Wrecking Races? I w- I w- yeah, he- Wrecking Races is basically like the king of fighters of the, the Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. <laughs> like, we like, need to do an episode we have, where like, we just talk about Hanna-Barbera. We can. We will, we will. Sure. We should, we should. Because the thing is, like, if you talk about like you know cross-pollinating universes, Scooby-Doo met the Harlem Globetrotters first. <laughs> and Batman, and, and Robin, and Joker. Sure. You know, because like right now people are being blown away by, oh my god, it's Scooby-Doo in WWE? It's Scooby-Doo in Supernatural? Yeah, they've been and kiss. No, for they've me, they've been doing this since God knows. <laughs> for me, yeah. the best was when they met Johnny English. Sure, Wait, what? Because okay. who has a sequel for some reason? <laughs> no, third, not, not, movie, not Johnny right? English. Sorry, uh, Johnny Bravo. Oh my bad. Oh uh, okay. Oh yeah, they know that. That, that, that was a great episode. That, that was a funny episode. When yeah, they yeah. fall over and their glasses fall off, they're yeah. saying, "I can't see without my glasses," and Johnny's going, "I can't be seen without my glasses." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, Actually, Johnny Bravo was ahead of its time because it was training young people ahead. Like, this is what the ultimate douche looks like, and that is not going to get you women. Or it that was, was so forward thinking. Look, Johnny Bravo is the blueprint for all the Guidos on Jersey Shore because they <laughs> yeah. looked at that cartoon and thought, yep. yeah, that's what I need to be. He's the proto uh, situation. He's the, he's the proto Guido. Yeah, yeah. The proto Guido. <laughs> the first dude. Uh huh. <laughs> I miss Johnny Bravo. Oh, mama. Mm hmm. Who do, you think, who do you think should play Dastardly, come to think of it? Dick Dastardly? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch or no, Tom no, Hiddleston? No. <laughs> With the accent. Yeah. Dastardly, perfect casting would be... Uh, who's, the, who's the other scientist in Pacific Rim? Uh, Charlie Day and no, the, other Charlie Day, the, the other, other guy. The other guy. Yeah, that guy. I keep forgetting his name. He's going to be a perfect Dastardly. Oh, yes. And who would be Muttley? Who would be Muttley? Charlie Day. Like a fucking CJ dog. I'm Charlie Day as Muttley. Yeah, yeah. No, whoever can do the wheezy laugh. Anyway. Yeah. You know what? Our luck, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Or Vin Diesel. He played a raccoon, he can play a dog. He's got the, he's got the resume. I've played small furry animals before. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Why are we talking about a wacky racist movie, which is definitely going to be happening? You heard it here first on The Last King. It's our idea. We get the royalties. Yeah, whoever. Even gonna... though Hannah Barbera slows all these guys. Hey, Hannah Barbera, hit us up. We'll write the script for you. Yes. We'll do the casting. Whichever one of you is still alive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, they're probably long dead. Yes, they are. Oh, I'm gonna miss. Oh man, so but they were uh, old in the sixties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, they were. So, Rampage, uh, now in cinema, stomping its way through. The, if you're a big fan of the perfect dumb movie, the perfect dumb movie, so I would say for wa- 2018. Yeah, if you want to watch a movie where you check your brain out at the door, don't watch Pacific Rim Uprising. Watch this movie. Yes, at least the action scenes are much better. I would they're say more action scenes, and they're. They're well shot. Yeah, they're they very are, well done. They are. Like you can very clearly see what's going on, and there's actual competent shot composition going on. Like this film doesn't deserve to be that well made. You know what? The thing is, yeah, it doesn't deserve any praise at all. But I'm gonna give it high praise just for the fact that you know what? It's been a while ever since uh, Man of Steel, where wanton destruction of an entire city felt very fine. Like, yeah. yeah, and when no guilt whatsoever. I sure. think the last monster movie we've seen is probably like a real, real monster film. Pacific like, Rim. What? Not just that. Uh, there's also Skull Island, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, but that was. But, but that takes island. place outside the urban setting. Uh, this is like literally see. you're watching buildings collapse and you don't have any 911 flashbacks. You're like, uh, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> now you that. see a fucking alligator scale the side of a building. <laughs> sure. To take out a satellite sonar on thing. the Sears Tower. Sure. Yeah. Cool. And then that collapses, and then you see all the debris and go, oh, well, you've got respiratory uh, cancer for the rest of your life. Do you, you know do? what? <laughs> you also see The Rock and Naomi Harris ride off the top of a collapsing building on a helicopter that's not supposed to work and land safely. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, check your brain. At, check your brain at the door, or even at your own house as you go and enter a rampage. A movie highly recommended by your fans here, The Last King. Don't pay good money. Just you know, try yeah. to convince somebody to buy you <laughs> a ticket. for you. Yeah. yeah, go go take day off on a Monday and go watch it. Yeah, sure, definitely. You know what? Get the GV. Uh, get get card. the cheaper fare days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Go watch about all the old people. <laughs> So, we literally have nothing else to talk about until uh, Infinity War. Yeah, so uh, let's just stop this uh, podcast. There you go. Right. Are, because the thing is, all we have next week is I Feel Pretty, the new Amy Schumer movie. No, we've got Blockers. What's Blockers? It's oh, Blockers is next week. Holy that shit. Uh, yeah, teen movie where it's uh, these teenage girls have made this... Cena's in it too. Yeah, they've got this sex pact uh, that they all promise they're going to lose their virginity on prom night. And then all the parents are trying to stop them. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's go. got... Very good reviews right now. It's the got States. the Judd Apatow kind of feel, but not being a Judd Apatow film. I right? think it's like, like the neighbors a, kind of feel. There's right? a scene. Maybe, maybe. There's a maybe scene where John Cena is like chewing this uh, frilly pink. Um, uh, oh, he's doing it right. Uh, like because he thinks it's his wife, he's got like being all nasty, and then the wife just says, "That's your daughter's." <laughs> okay. So on that note, <laughs> this has been uh, the Last King Podcast, heavyweight yep. champion of the monkey world, Doctor Shafi. This has been um, <laughs> Chief Primal <laughs> Chief Primatologist Electric Eccentric Tom. <laughs> this has been uh, God of Video Games, Mr. Zombie. No, you're not. Okay, I'm not. Okay, fine. God of something.